locked on Anaheim Ducks. Ryan Getzloff's record-breaking point helps the Ducks finally end their losing streak. We'll talk about all of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to a new week and a new month of shows. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for well over a decade. A reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or on StimpyJD. Let's get right into it. Today, we're going to do a quick recap of the game that happened on Sunday, which was Halloween. (laughs) And of course, we're going to talk about the record-breaking point by Ryan Getzloff who is now the all-time franchise leader in points. Don't forget that tomorrow is Dia de Muertos at the Ponda. And tomorrow is going to be a game against the New Jersey Devils. And don't forget, it is a Spanish-language broadcast. We'll talk about that more on tomorrow's podcast. But today, the focus is going to be all about Sunday's victory Over the Montreal Canadiens. And just to set up. The Canadiens did play a day game. Up the freeway. In Los Angeles. They lost 5-2. To the Los Angeles Kings. And if you listen to Locked on Habs. Or Locked on LA Kings on Friday. There was a prediction made by Laura Saba. From Locked on Canadiens. And she said yeah. The Kings are going to win 5-1. And myself and Sarah Avampato were like. It's 5-1. Oh my gosh, did this prediction actually come true? No, it ended up being 5-2. to two. So the Canadians are already kind of on the down slopes, as it were. Enter Sunday's game, where the Canadians were looking to break their own streak, and it did not look good at the start, as Adam Henrique got things going with his fourth of the season. Guess what? Dot, 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 on the power play. Yes, the Ducks continued their torrid streak on the power play, leading one nothing. Then Mike Hoffman got his own power play goal. Okay, fine. Then my cousin Vinny, Vinny Letary, who had just been called up from the San Diego goals. He gets his first goal of the season also on the power play. And props on both those power plays to Kevin Shattenkirk. Last season, he was really feeling it, struggling to get points, struggling to find ice time on the power play. Guess what? He got assists. On both power play goals in the first period, Kevin Shattenkirk, believe it or not, is the first defenseman in the NHL to get 10 points. Kevin Shattenkirk, let me repeat that, is leading all defensemen in the National Hockey League in points with 10. Double digits. Who would have thought this? If you had told me that Kevin Shattenkirk would have been the first defenseman to get double-digit points this season, I would have said, you're freaking crazy. I wouldn't have said freaking, but you know what I mean. Would anyone have believed this? Heck no. You could have put 20-1 to odds on that, and I still wouldn't have taken that bet. But nonetheless, the resurrected Kevin Shattenkirk tour continues. So the Ducks had a 2-1 to lead going into the second period, Jake Evans did tie things up at two goals apiece in the second. The third period is where magic happened for the Ducks. 
as Troy Terry had a filthy move, but just to set up that play altogether, Cam Fowler did an excellent job of jarring the puck loose from the Ducks' defensive zone, passed it up the wall to Ryan Getzloff, who was right by the bench, and Getzloff got a quick touch behind the back pass. And I want to talk about this play for a minute or two because this is the kind of play that Ryan Getzloff has made his entire career. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. Ryan Getzloff thrives on making those little touch passes to find someone wide open. He's done this with Tamu Solani. He's done this with Corey Perry. He's done this with Ryan Kessler. The list could go on. In this case, he did it with Troy Terry, who has his team leading fifth goal on the play. Ryan Getzloff, behind the back pass to Terry. Terry was streaking and did a little fake move, a little juke move on the the Montreal goaltender, who was Montembeau. He bit. He absolutely bit. And he was left high and dry as Troy Terry made one final fake move from his right, went to his left, and scored an easy goal to make it 3-2 Anaheim. And Troy Terry celebrated with ferocity, not because he scored the goal. No, he celebrated with ferocity because he realized who gave him the pass. He immediately pointed to Ryan Getzloff. And we'll talk more about Ryan Getzloff in the second part of this show. But Troy Terry just celebrated like it was 1999, 3-2. Then Sam Carrick scored the late goal with the minute 10 left to seal it for the Anaheim Ducks. They went on to win 4-2. Let's talk about ending this six-game losing streak. The Ducks needed this win in the absolute worst way. Because their crosstown rivals, the Kings, they also lost six games. The Ducks were in danger of having the longest, one of the longest losing streaks of the NHL's young season, seven games. Fortunately, that did not take place. And with that win, the Ducks, believe it or not, are kind of in a playoff spot as of this recording. It's a long season, it's a marathon. Am I saying that this could catapult the Ducks this season? Maybe. Maybe this is the kind of win that would catapult them. But not getting that seventh loss in a row is major for them. And maybe this is the kind of confidence boost that could give the Ducks some kind of leeway into this part of the schedule where they have some lesser opponents coming up. What do I mean by that? Well, their opponents coming up are pretty much under 500 teams. They really are. And we're going to head into the first intermission in a few seconds, but just one more thing about this game. Two more power play goals. Two for six on the power play. The Ducks are still in the top 10 in the league in power play percentage. I'm not even joking when I say this. Yes, top 10 in the league in power play percentage. As of this recording, in fact, looking right now, the Anaheim Ducks have a 25.8 success rate on the power play. That's in the top 10. I mean, Edmonton is at 46%. Edmonton is just amazing on the power play. They have Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, among others. 
They're by far the best in the power play. You have St. Louis up there. You have the Hurricanes up there. You have the Sabres up there. And then you have the Anaheim Ducks. One of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Well, maybe it is now because the Ducks are technically the first wild card as of this recording. So we'll see if that holds up throughout the season after 10 games. But nonetheless, the Ducks finally get the much-needed 4-2 victory. And this next segment is going to be devoted to Ryan Getzloff, El Capitan. But first, let's talk about DirecTV Stream, which has all the entertainment that you love without the hassle. Yes, get rid of the clutter. No more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, the best part, there is no annual contract. None of these eight-year deals. None of these six-year deals that are going to be worthless in a couple years. No. Direct TV Stream gets your TV together. And it brings all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. Which means you can watch your favorite sports like the National Hockey League. Movies like maybe some Thanksgiving films coming up. And shows all in one place. Once again, that is Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk all about the Ducks captain, Ryan Getzloff. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to show number 415 of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we just got done recapping the game on Halloween afternoon. It was kind of weird seeing a game on Halloween afternoon, but I understand you want to have Sunday night free for all the kids to go trick-or-treating. And by the way, props to Wild Wing for dressing up a little bit. Props to all the people that came out to the Ponda dressed up in their best costumes. We saw a lot of Ted Lasso costumes around the National Hockey League. We saw some Ted Lasso costumes at Staples Center. We saw some Ted Lasso costumes at the Ponda. Weird that both games took place Sunday at 1 p.m. So it was kind of weird going back and forth between both games. But I was mostly focused on this Ducks game because Ryan Getzloff, before the game was at 988 career points. With that assist, the primary assist, by the way, to Troy Terry, that is point number 989, which breaks Tamu Solani's franchise record for most points in the league. And this is a great, great accomplishment for the future Hall of Famer. Yes, I said it, and I'm going to say it once again. Ryan Getzloff is a future Hall Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Is he the best duck ever? The jury's out on that. Is he one of the most important ducks ever? The jury's out on that. For my money, the most important duck ever was Paul Correa. Paul Correa is the most important duck ever. But Ryan Getzloff might be one of the most impactful ducks in franchise history. Because the impact he has 
on this team, both on and off the ice, is unparalleled. You talk about the work he's done with local charities. You know, stuff he's done with the 21st Ducks, year in and year out. His accolades with international play. His Stanley Cup victory. The list could go on. But let's talk about just this accomplishment for now. 989 points. Ties him in career points, by the way, with Paul Correa. So there's that little connection there as well. Tamu Solani had 988 career points with the Anaheim Ducks. And this is a pretty good list of Anaheim Ducks as far as the point totals go. Because there are some good ones there. And I'll go through the top five. Because this is rather cool. Steve Ruchin, or Rooch. Who remembers Steve Ruchin? 432 career points with the Ducks. Paul Correa, 669 career points with the Ducks. Nice. Corey Perry, the current Tampa Bay Lightning player, 776 career points. Tamu Solani, 988. And Ryan Getzloff, 989 and counting. He is 11 points away. From 1,000 points. He's getting very close to 1,000 points. And I think on tomorrow's show, I'm going to give this a teaser because I do want to think about this. As to when Ryan Getzloff will hit 1,000 career points. Yes, I'm going to make a prediction, but I want to think about it. When will he hit 1,000 career points? Tune in to tomorrow's show. There's your little tease for tomorrow. But once again, 989 points and counting. And the thing I love most about Ryan Getzloff is a lot of those assists have been of the primary assess. Okay, let's assess all his assists. The majority of them have come primary. A lot of those have come on the power play, but that's a result of him being around some fantastic players. This stat I absolutely loved. Ryan Getzloff has a point in 37 NHL arenas, past and present. And I cannot wait till he goes out to Climate Pledge Arena later this season. That would make that 38. And one of those quote-unquote arenas that's counted in this is Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yours truly was there. How could I not go to that game? The Stadium Series game in 2014 at Dodger Stadium between the Anaheim Ducks and the LA Kings. Do you remember that, Ducks fans? Do you remember the shutout against the LA Kings? Do you remember Ryan Getzloff getting at least a point in that game? Do you remember Ryan Getzloff just completely owning the Kings in that game? I certainly do. That was a fun night. But breaking down Ryan Getzloff's totals, 17 years in the National Hockey League, 279 points, 710 career assists, a plus minus of 112, which is not too bad. And as far as goals, even strength, 187, power play goals, 84, breaking down the assists even more, even strength, 456, power play assists, 248. That accounts for more than a third of his assists were on the power play. And if you include his 84 power play goals, that is 332 points on the power play. 
That is almost exactly a third of his points on the power play. How's that for a nifty little, little breakdown? You think about players like Alex Ovechkin, where he thrives on the power play. Ryan Getzloff, much the same way, especially during those years when they were winning division championships, where Ryan Getzloff was getting power play assist totals. But even going back to like 07, 08, 09, 08, he had 32 power play assists. 2009, 28 power play assists. That's where he shined. And good for him to get that mark. But also better yet, and I do want to bring this up right now, seeing his family there, seeing his wife there, seeing his four kids there, that was something special. And I I don't want to kind of well up here, but I did kind of have that moment where I was like, oh, don't cry, don't cry. And it was when... They showed his family right when it happened. That was kind of like the old man moment. But the moment that did get me was after the game when Ryan Getzloff just skated over to the bench. His family was there waiting and you could just see the look on his wife's face. She was starting to tear up a little bit and you could see the joy in his four kids face. He went right to the locker room, then came back out. He was the first star because of course. And Ryan Getzloff just skating around to the adoration of all the fans. But then seeing the reaction that he had on there, you could tell that he was already tearing up as it was. That was something special. And that is something that him and his family will absolutely never forget. So once again, congratulations to Ryan Getzloff on the immense accomplishment of being the Ducks all-time franchise leader in points, 989 points and counting. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission and talk a little bit more about this game and talk about some of the other ones. We haven't given any love to some of the other players. We got to give them some love too. So we'll do that after this intermission. But first, let's talk about the best tasting protein bar in all the land. And folks, Halloween just passed. But you know what? I love Thanksgiving. It is not Christmas time yet, folks. I've seen some of our fellow Locked On hosts saying, you know what that means, November 1st, bring out the Christmas. No, no, it is Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. All the fantastic food, all the treats, and plenty of them. Who doesn't love turkey? Who doesn't love stuffing? But maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar. Hey, it's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert with all these fantastic flavors, including cookie dough, cookies and cream, double chocolate, cherry barcia, among many others. So feast on something delicious and feel good about it because one slice of pie has upwards of 300 plus calories and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with at least 17 grams of protein. So go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Once again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar. Eat responsibly, folks. All right. 
we're going to head into the second intermission and give some love to the supporting cast of Ryan Getzloff. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And thank you so much for making Locked On Anaheim Ducks your first listen. And before we talk about the supporting cast, I sincerely, sincerely want to thank you all for making this your first listen and for helping Locked On Ducks have its biggest month ever. That's right. Locked on Ducks had its biggest month last month in October. We had the most downloads, the most listeners. So sincerely, thank you all. And thank you for those of you that sent some great messages last month. I did mention that last month was kind of a rough one personally, but I just want to thank you for the kind messages, for the DMs, for the emails. Just thank you all so very much. Biggest month ever. A biggest week ever was in the month of October. So I just want to say thanks so much. All right. So let's talk about the supporting cast because I feel like I haven't given them any love in this segment. And of course, I want to talk about someone that I thought highly of even before the season started. And I'm talking about Troy Terry. Now, if you remember, before the season... I made a plethora of predictions as to how the Ducks would do, like my actual Ducks predictions. And while I did say that the Ducks would finish last in the division, maybe not so much because there might be some teams worse in this division. And I did also say that Raquel will lead the team in goals because Trevor Zegras. Well, that's probably not going to happen now. Raquel is out. But one prediction that I was very, very adamant on because I think highly of him. I said that Troy Terry will finally emerge and score 20 goals. I even said he might even get 25. He's well on his way to that. He already has five goals in this young season. And if Troy Terry can continue getting some delicious apples and get some great passes from Ryan Getzloff, then he might lead the team in points this season. He might. Troy Terry, already with five goals, but it's how he's getting those goals. And here's what I want to break down. I want to break down the last couple of goals. And they have come right in the high danger area. As long as Troy Terry can get along the crease and look at Sunday's goal. This came on kind of a semi-breakaway on a nice pass where he's beating defenders left and right. Troy Terry utilizing that great speed of his and utilizing those fakes and having his great stick handling ability. That is something that is a plus for him. That is an above average asset of his game. Same with his fourth goal of the season where he was right around the slot area and just used those sick mitts to get himself open and to get himself a high quality shot. If he can continue utilizing that and kind of parking himself in the slot, then I think Troy Terry can easily, easily get 20 goals. And I will still say that he could get 25 goals this season. 
this season right here, the 21-22 season. I got to mention Sonny Milano. Since Sonny Milano has come back, I believe that he's going to make a big difference for this team because in just five games, he already has four points. And someone else that I do want to mention, Uncle Rico, Adam Henrique, already has four goals and five assists. He has nine points. I haven't talked about Adam Henrique a whole lot this season, and I feel like I got to give him some love too because Adam Henrique, he's almost leading the team in points. He's got nine, just behind Terry and Shattenkirk. Okay, Henrique, for what it's worth, he kind of just put his head down, did the work over the summer after all those rumors. He did all the work in international play. That was great. He won gold. That was fantastic. He came into training camp and said, I'm here to stay. I'm going to make a difference. And so far, he's done just that. I mean, he's already got four goals. Terry with five. Ricard Raquel with four. I wanted to say so bad that Raquel was going to lead the team in goals. And he was tied with the team leading goals. But now Ricard Raquel is out with an injury. So maybe it might be Troy Terry or Adam Henrique. I'd say out of the two of them, between Henrique and Terry, I'm going to go out on a limb and say <sighs> that Troy Terry might end up leading the team in goals this season. But that that's really tough to say. Really tough to say. And one more guy that I have to give some love to is Cam Fowler. Cam Fowler already has seven points this season. And he's done a good job of quarterback in the power play when he's been out there on the second unit. It's typically been Cam Fowler, Jamie Drysdale, and Kevin Shattenkirk out there on the power play units. Drysdale has been getting less time on the power play. We've seen Shattenkirk more. We've seen Cam Fowler more. As long as Fowler and Shattenkirk can be that two-headed monster on the power play, then it could yield good dividends for the Anaheim Ducks coming up. So that's a little bit of love for the supporting cast. All right, games coming up. Tomorrow night, Dia de Muertos night. It's going to be a fun one because the Ducks take on the New Jersey Devils. And I did mention a little bit that there's going to be some quote-unquote lesser opponents coming up. I don't mean this derisively. However, when you see up ahead the Devils, the Coyotes, who, by the way, have still not won a game, St. Louis, Vancouver, and Seattle, yeah, the Ducks could very easily pick up some valuable points here. Ooh, maybe the Ducks could be in a playoff spot in two weeks. Hey, you never know. It's hockey. Anything can happen, right? That's how we're going to end the show. We're going to end the show on a positive note. Anything can happen. It is hockey. So once again, I want to thank you all for listening. And once again, thanks for making this your first listen of the day. Don't forget that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow me on my personal Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And don't forget to listen to 
Locked On Bets, Locked On Today. And also a shout out to Locked On NHL. Gil Martin hosts on Mondays. Love Gil. We love Gil. Gil's the GOAT. And don't forget Western Conference Wednesdays with Jess Balmasto and Sarah Avampado. All of that on Locked On NHL. So I want to give them their props as well. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And ducks fly together. Quack, quack, everyone. Quack, quack, everyone.